Moet Katan Daf Zain, the last thing we were discussing was trapping moles and mice in a field on Hola Moed. You're allowed to do that, and you're allowed to do it even on the Shemitah year. And we said even with the ant holes, the way to destroy them is by taking dirt from one field and putting it on another field. As long as there's a parasite between them, then they don't know each other. And then if you do that, they'll kill each other. And with that, we're starting Zain Amud Aleph. First line in by the two dots where it says Rabbi Uda Omer Ilan Kedarko. Rabbi Uda allows to trap from an orchard the usual way on Holomoid. But if it's a green field where the loss is not as big, then you have to do a shinu. You have to change a little bit uh, the way you trap the mole and the mice. So what's the normal way of trapping? You make a hole in the area where you think the mole is, and you put a some sort of trap, and then it uh, it gets stuck over there. What's the not normal way? You put a spade or you put uh, some sort of uh, knife or something into the ground. And then you hit it using some sort of hammer. And that, uh, and that removes the earth, it shakes the earth, and everything collapses. And uh, then he finds the rodent and he kills it. And when they said in the name of Yehuda that, that you ha- when it comes to a wheat field, the grain field, you have to do it in a, the Shinui a different way. That's Davka if it's a grain field that's next to the city, where the damage over there is not so bad. But if it's a, a, a grain field next to an orchard, if you look at the Arko, you're to kill it even the regular way. They might take a walk from the grain field and end up in the orchard and make a huge problem. And damage over there is going to be great. Number two, we learned in the Mishnah, you're allowed to seal any breach, any hole in the wall of a garden or anything on Hola Moed. So the Gemara asks, How do you seal a hole? Uh, Rav Yosef Amar Behutsa Vedafna. Use palm branches and use uh, uh, branches from a bay tree. That's a Dafna. Uh, they don't make a real wall, just something temporary. Bematitatana, in the Mishnah we learned. You put stones over there, but you don't put the plaster or the clay to connect them. So meaning you do something again temporary. That's if it's the garden. But if it's the wall of a courtyard, you don't want strangers walking in. Then then you're allowed to build a regular, even on the right not a problem. And let's say the following Barta helps, where it says, If you have a wall that is leaning towards Rashut Arabim, destroy it, build it like regular, because it's dangerous, you don't want it falling on people. And Mas says, No, over there is a total different reason, over there is and you can't bring a proof there's something that doesn't have a sakana. And some say, If you have a wall that is leaning towards the shutarabim, you can destroy and rebuild it because of sakana. And if it's not dangerous, then you know you're not allowed to build that on Holomoid. 
and therefore lema tiuvta So now we're bringing it as a question on Rav Hasta, not help on Rav Hasta. It's a question on him. And Amar Lach Rav Hasta, Rav Hasta would tell you back. Hatam soter over there in that braytad where it's dangerous, you're allowed to destroy it completely and build it from scratch. Fix it up, do something uh, temporary, and you don't have to de- destroy it altogether. And Hatam Nami, so the Gemara over there also with the leaning wall, at least store Velodibne. Be goes there, tell them just destroy it, don't build it, build it after the holiday. The Gemara says, over there, if you tell them uh, in, in not to fix it, no one's going to take it down, and you're going to have a problem with Tereshut Rabim. It's going to put Tereshut Rabim in danger. And Amar of Matiti Nami Deka, if you pay attention to the Mishnah, it, it fits in perfectly with us. Dekatane Uba Shevi'it Bone Kedarkotzes on Shemitah year, you're allowed to build regular. And the Gemara clarifies. Dehecha, where is this wall that you talk of that you're allowed to build on a shemitayir? Ilema dehatzer. If you want to tell me if it's the courtyard, do we even have to say? Of course you're allowed to, right? Well, why should it be a sur? The gina. We're talking about the wall of a garden, and there's a hidush here of a building on a shemitayir because otherwise it's allowed. Because otherwise, even though it looks like. He's trying to uh, do some sort of uh, security or protection that no one touches his uh, fruit and he's not really making it have care. Still, Hachamim allow you to build it on she- uh, Shemitah year. And this fits in perfect like Rav Hasda that we're talking about the wall of a garden, not of a courtyard. Shmamina. Now, before I start the next Mishnah, I want to give a small introduction. When a person has Tzarat, the way it works is, he, let's say he has a wound on him, he's not sure, he calls up the Kohen, the Kohen takes a look at it. If he's Tahor, he's Tahor. If he's Tameh, 100%, he's Tameh, 100%. But if he's not, then the way it works is as follows. The Kohen looks at him, he puts him, we'll call the word quarantine, you have to sit by yourself for a week that's called a musgar rishon we're going to come back in seven days to see what the story so uh, seven days later he comes in and if he's still not a hundred percent if he's tameh or tahor i don't know what it is then he puts him in another seven days of hesger quarantine and and then the next stage is muhlat that if he's tameh if it's getting bigger then obviously he's tameh and Yes, he is considered a Metzorah Muhlat, 100% uh, Metzorah. And the Mahloket in the Gemara in general is, at any of these points, is he allowed to come and just be quiet? I don't want to give a Psaq Halacha. I just want to stay quiet. Or does he have to give a Psaq Halacha? And the Nafkamina would be, is Hola Mu'ed. So with that, we'll start the Mishnah. Rabbi Meir Omer, Ro'in Tenegaim. A Kohen is allowed to come and see the Tzara'at on Cholamu'ed. Lehakela v'lo lehmir. Tafkat, to say it's Tahor, but not Bimetamehim. And if he says it's Tameh, stay back, don't say anything. V'hachamim umrim, lo lehakel v'lo lehmir. Don't show up. Don't come. Just simple like that. And the Gemara will explain why. And the Gemara starts, Tanya, Rabbi Meir Omer, Ro'in et negaim la'akel. You see the negaim to be mekila, but not to say it's tameh. Rabbi Yossi Omer, he's hachamim in our Mishnah. Lo la'akel ve'lo ha'chmir, nothing. Why? Sh'imata nizkak lo la'akel, nizkak lo la'akel. If you're coming there to, to be mekil, you also have to be there to be mahmir. Meaning he holds that a coin is not allowed to come and be quiet and go back home. No, you have to come and you have to give a psaq. And Amar Rabbi, near in the very Rabbi Meir, Ben Musgar, 
I see it Rabbi Meir's way that you do see the Negaim on Holomoyed to be Mekil Dafka in a Musgar. The guy who we're not sure about, who we waited seven days and seven days end up in Holomoyed, that Kohen can come and give a Psak, but if he's 100% a Metzorah, Halachazak Rabbi Yossi, that he doesn't see the Nega on Holomoyed. And the Gemara will explain why. And Amaraba. He, he wants to explain the Mahlokit over here. Betahor, if it's the first time around, he's coming to the Kohen with the wound. Everyone will agree that there's no Mahlokit that don't even look at it. It's Holomoyed, we don't look. If it's the first time we're quarantining him because we're not sure, everyone will agree that you have to look at it. Because if you say he's tahor, you're happy. And if you're not making him tahor, well, he's not tamay either, so there's no problem. You're just telling him to wait another week, I'll see you after the holiday. Keep get the machloket, the Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yossi one, is behesger sheni. It's the second time around. So we uh, we pushed him off once, we pushed him off twice. And now the question is, are we allowed to give up psak al-khan or not? So more, Rabbi Meir Savar, Bekohen Talyan Mutad, all depends on the Kohen, meaning whether he's Tame or not, all depends on the Kohen's mouth. And if he's Tahor, tell him he's Tahor, and if he's Tame, Shatik, be quiet, and this way he's not Tame. Meaning it could be whatever it is, it could even be Tzarat, but if he didn't open his mouth and say the word Tzarat, then it's not Tzarat. Omar Saban, Rabbi Yossi, hold that the Kohen doesn't show up. The Pasuk says that the Kohen has to come over there and give a psak. He can't just uh, pick and choose what he wants to do. If he's there, he has to give the, the emet psak. And the Gemara tries to understand what Rabbi originally said he sees Rabbi Yossi in one way, Rabbi Meir in a different way. So, Amar Rabbi, we uh, it looks like Rabbi Yossi. It makes sense to say that it's Asur if he's 100% already a Mitzorah. Then just keep him in Mitzrayim, don't come and look at him. But if he's not 100% sure yet, we should hold like Rabbi Meir. He should be able to come and say either he's Tahor or Tameh. He should come and give a psak. The Quran says, but wait a second. We have a different, uh, different bright in the name of Rabbi, where we should be like Rabbi Meir to give a heter when he's 100% a Mitzorah. And according to Rabbi Yossi, when he's a Musgar, meaning don't show up at all. If he's in just in quarantine, we're not sure yet. So in the original Braita, you have Rabbi saying that you're allowed to go look at him. If he's in quarantine, we're not sure. But if he's 100% Tameh, you can't go look at him. And the second Braita, exact opposite. Rabbi says you're not allowed to go to the guy in quarantine. And you're allowed to go to the guy who's 100% Mitzorah. So what's going on? So the Gemara explains, Tanaehi, it's a Mahloket Tanaim, Elibadi Rabbi. What exactly does Rabbi hold? More Savar, the Tanau said that you're not allowed to go to the guy in quarantine, but you're allowed to go to the guy who's 100% a Metzorah, that meaning the second Braita, will say that he holds according to Rabbi that Safta de Alma Adif. It's better to hang out with friends than to hang out with his wife. Meaning, as long as he's a Musgar, he's not allowed to be with his wife, but he's allowed to be with his friends. Once he's a Metzorah, he's allowed to be with his wife, but he's not allowed to be with his friends. So in this case, where he goes to the Metzorah, who's 100% Metzorah, he's not losing anything. What happens? You're going to go tell him he's Tameh. Okay, he's still allowed to be with his wife. 
But if you tell them he's tahor, oh, it's great. He could go hang out with his friends. So the reward is much better or it's much greater than the loss. But if you go to the person, the musgar, who's allowed to hang out with his friends but not with his wife, and you tell him he's tameh, he's going to lose his friends and he's only allowed to be with his wife. And over there, the loss is greater than the reward. So since he holds that hanging out with his friends is more important or it's better for him or a person would rather that than hang out with his wife, this is why the Tanah, the second Braitha, says that Rabbi holds like Rabbi Meir only when he's for sure Tameh. Now, Umar Savar, the first Braitha, which said that Rabbi, Me, that Rabbi holds like Rabbi Yossi if he's 100% uh, Mitzorah, I like Rabbi Meir if he's not 100% Mitzrah. This, the second, the first Tana holds that a person would rather be with his wife than hang out with his friends. Meaning, if a guy's allowed to hang out with his friends, he's not hanging out with his wife. And you come and you tell him, he's Tameh, okay, it's good. He can hang out with his uh, his wife now. If you tell him he's Tahor, then great. And he can hang out with his wife again. And if you say not sure, okay, then he's still exactly where he was. But with a Metzorah, if you tell him that he's Tahor, now we're trying to clean him. Now he has to go through his seven clean days. And part of the seven clean days, he can't be with his wife. And since this Tana holds, it's better to be the wife. Better don't go to the person who is 100% a Metzorah. So now the Gemara, and first from all this, it sounds like if a person is 100% a Mitzvah, he's allowed to be with his wife. The Gemara answers, in. Yes. And we learned this, he sits outside of his oil seven days, and we understood, he's not allowed to be with his wife, he has to leave his oil. Ohel means his wife. Shneemar, by it says by Moshe Rabenu, lechemor lahem shuvu lachem laolechem. Go tell Bnei Israel that they're allowed to go back home, meaning they're allowed to be with their wives. And Rabbi Uda Omer, he's Doresh Shvat Yamim Isperulo. They count from seven days, meaning Yeme Sefiro Velo Yeme Chiluto. Davka, the seven clean days before he becomes Tahor, he's a sewer with, to be with his wife, but not the days when he's actually Mitzvah. So let's say he's a Mitzvah for a full month. A month, he's allowed to be with his wife. Once he gets Tahor, now he has to wait seven clean days. Those seven clean days are sewer. Rabbi Yosibar, Rabbi Uda, Omer, Shivaat Yemeh Sefiro, Kalva Homer, Limeh Halutov. He's not allowed to be with his wife during his clean days. He's not allowed to be with her when he's Tameh either. So he's Mahmir. The Amar Bihiyah, Rabbi Chia, he's coming to help Rabbi Uda. It says, Dante Lifne Rabbi, I learned in front of Rabbi, and in Matanu Rabbeinu Yotam lo hayalo le'uziyahu ele bimeh chiluto, that Yotam, who's the son of Uziyah, his, his Uziyah's wife became pregnant, that's that when he was a Metzorah. Meaning it wasn't on the seven clean days that he had after his salat. It was dafka when he was a muhlat. And Amar lo. And Rabbi told Rabbi Hayah, well, yeah, afani kachamati. I also said this, that a mitzorah, who's 100% mitzorah, is allowed to shmi shamita, because the pasuk says, v'yashem mitzorah, and Allah zo'yishto. So the Gemara asks, b'may kamiflage, what's the machloket? Rabbi Yosib, Rabbi Yehuda, savar. Galer Hamana Bimesefiro. held that it says you're not allowed to be with your wife during the seven clean days after the Tsarat. 
V'choshek can be mechalutano. Of course not during the during the actual mitzvahs. And Umar Savar and Rabbi Yudav argues on him. Whatever the Torah says was asur, which is the seven clean days, asur. Anything else, the Torah didn't mention it, it's not uh, asur. It's 100% mutar. Now, bottom line is we see that, whether it's Rabbi Mi'i or Rabbi Yossi, that it's up to the Kohen to decide if he's Tameh or not. Either according to Rabbi Mi'i, just don't say anything, or according to Rabbi Yossi, just don't show up. Now, it sounds like it's up to the Kohen. Everything is up to the Kohen. So the Kohen says, yes, that's the, that's the way it is. It's all up to the Kohen. We have a bright to prove it. It says, The day that he sees it, meaning there's a day that he sees wounds, he sees it's a ra'at. And there's days that you don't see it. From here we said, There's a hatan. He has a wound on him. We give him the seven days of the Sheva Brachot, a law for him, any wound that's on his body, ulbeto, anything on his house, for a nigaya bite, and for tzarat that goes on his clothing. Bechen baregel, same thing with uh, holiday, not nilo shivati emaregel, we give him seven days for the holiday, the coin doesn't show up, that's the vre Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Omer, now Rabbi argues and says, enot tzarich, you have to learn from Ubayom. Hare Omer, it says, by nigaya batim, betziva kohen ufinu etabait. The way it works is by tzarat on the house that the kohen comes in, looks at it, says, "Take everything out of the house," and then says, "The house is tameh." Because if he said tameh while everything's in the house, then everything in the house becomes tameh. So to save uh, money, so that he doesn't have to destroy his couch, he doesn't have to destroy his plates, etc. We just say, "Take everything out." So now, imam If we wait a couple of minutes for things that are his own private thing, has nothing to do with the mitzvah. Then Koshik and the Dvarmit said, and all the more so that for Hatan or for the holiday, we should wait seven days also. Now, my Benayel, so what's the Mahloka between Rabbi Huda and Rabbi? Rabbi Huda learned it from Ubayom Hera Otebo, and uh, according to Rabbi, he learns it from Vetsiva Kohen. What's the difference between them? So, Amar Abayim Bashmaud Rashin there's no real Nafkamin al Halakha, just where you get the, 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 which Pasuk you get the Mitzvah from. No, there is enough coming out. For his own personal things that are not a mitzvah. Meaning, according to Yehuda, when he learns it from Mibayom Heraot, then Hatan and holiday, okay, there's a mitzvah over there, then wait seven days. But if it's his own personal thing, then you don't give him time. And according to Rabbi, even his own personal things, you give him some time. So Nagmas on Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, who learned to me beyom heraot, wanted to learn from Vitziva Kohen. So I'll tell you, mehatam logamrin Rabbi Yehuda, I'll tell you, I can't learn from Vitziva Kohen the chidush over there. The whole concept is a chidush, and we can't learn a new drasha from something that's a chidush, something that's new. You can't start learning things from. Meaning, there's only so far we can take something that's new, and we can't start learning different halachot to it. It's too much. Why? What's the Hidush? In general, wood, um, stone does not become Tamir. They're killing the Namika Beltuma. By house, a person has a stone house, a person has a wood house, they become Tamir. So, since that whole deen, the whole concept is a Hidush, then we can't learn it for other stuff. I will stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.